Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint Podcast. I'm here with Jason from Toronto, and uh, we're going to talk today about his experiences on the Mandarin Blueprint Method course, but also uh, why it is that he decided to learn Chinese and uh, what he hopes to do with it. So, Jason, tell me a little bit about yourself and, you know, maybe some of the things that led you to want to start to learn Mandarin. For sure. Yeah. And, and first of all, Philip, uh, it's great to be on here. I, I just started the course um, about a month and a half ago, or maybe almost two months. And it's amazing how like far I've gotten and to even just get to this point where I can start to, you know, share my experience with other people. So it's, it's amazing. Um, but I, I started, um, you know, the interest to learn Mandarin really sparked um, during the, the winter break of this year. So about uh, six months ago, but there I was still in a position of, okay, well, it, it's more of just like I'm teasing with the thought. I don't really have like a dedicated plan to go about it. It's more so just just something that appealed to me. I traveled to China a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, mainland China with a, with a friend who thankfully is from Shanghai. So she was my translator. Um, but but we, we went throughout. We went from the, the main city. We went inland to, to Hunan province and then to, up to Beijing. So we, we went around. But of course, I was completely unfamiliar with the language. But I feel part of the experience there kind of triggered the interest within me because I myself am half Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm half I'm half Cantonese, so different kind of language back and all together, but but Chinese nonetheless. Um, so I think it's it kind of you know that obligatory kind of a uh, uh, requirement to at least <laughs> tap a bit more into my my heritage there on that front. Mm-hmm. So you know, fast forward to when I, I started to um, get the interest about half a year ago, maybe January, all I did was just buy a book. And, and within the book, it was very kind of structured in terms of um, very thematic. It was like each chapter was like, okay, we're going to observe how Mandarin works in introduction and then apologies and then in, um, greeting people and then like, you know, day of, day of life kind of setting, which is mm-hmm. great, you know, kind of that role play element. But for me, my learning style is not congruent with that at all. My learning style is very methodical, ground up building. Like I ask a lot of whys. I'm very analytical in that sense. Sure. And therefore, it just didn't work with me. It didn't jive with my learning style um, because, yeah, they're teaching me a language. They're teaching me words. But I need to, I need to start with the basics. And thus, it was, it was very fast to decelerate. And I just kind of gave up on that. Work up busy, whatever. So then I finally caught a breath um, with work. I had more free time. And then I just came along Mandarin Blueprint. Forgive me, I forget exactly how I came across it. Um, probably somewhere on social media, um, some direct marketing there. Um, but it, it, it caught my attention and I browsed a bit. And I, I looked at it and, and, you know, first thought was, okay, well, it's gotten some really good reviews. The entire, you know, system seems to be pretty sophisticated. The, the, the testimonial video um, it seems to be promising to, to deliver a really good kind of technique there. And the whole idea of like the ground up approach, which I mentioned is my learning style really appealed mm-hmm. to me. And then what caught on from that initial video I saw was the mention of mnemonic visualization techniques. And, and right away that, that struck a chord because I'm a very visual learner. Um, and I've, I always have vision going on in my mind, like not vision, but I always have some sort of visual thing going on in my mind to, in my other day-to-day life and 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 I feel that's kind of a, a really strong way to for me to learn. So I started learning um I tapped into pronunciation mastery from day one, which was um, maybe mid-May, I think I believe, when I first signed up and I and I got through that for three weeks, um throughout three weeks. And then right after I hit 
the foundation course. And, and since then I've just been learning characters, but it's been, it's been great to, to really, to really take it strong because I feel in my other kind of attempts to learn languages, it's just, you, you, if you're, if, uh, if you're self-teaching, you really need a way to keep you devoted to it and a real strong incentive to keep going to anchor you in. Cause if you don't have the discipline, it's very easy to, to waver. Um, so, but this, the, the thing that kept me disciplined is how amazingly captivating it is and, and just enjoyable to do. And, and I've seen that throughout the course, like you guys kind of pitch it as something where it shouldn't be a chore, it should be something you enjoy to do. And, and you, because you see the results so fast, you see the progress and it's really an, a strong output that's immediate rather than having to invest months and in before you can actually notice some good output. Mm-hmm. Because even with pronunciation, like I was already noticing my pronunciation improving and I have a, a, a good amount of Chinese speaking friends that I was able to practice on. And they're all like, whoa, you, your pronunciation is so spot on, so native. Some of the more critical ones were, you know, still critical, but the majority of my Chinese friends were really complimentary of it. Yeah. And that was definitely um, really good positive reinforce, reinforcement there. Um, and then that was kind of my journey throughout the pronunciation mastery course. And then right when I started learning characters, it just, it just stuck. Like the, 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 the Hansa movie method, it took me a couple of days to like warm up to it, of course. But sure. once I got it going, it just became second nature. And, you know, learning characters, it's just, I, I, I kind of got into the mindset of, okay, well, you know, I'm looking forward to my study or review session tonight. And, you know, I, I, I want to just, you know, challenge myself to learn X number of characters today. And then um, I've, I've been trying to, to, kind of use those to confirm that I acquire some language because I can talk to them from my Chinese friend and use my my uh, Chinese keyboard to kind of just you know show that I've learned to learn like the other day I uh, I was just talking to my my mom's my, my friend's mom who doesn't speak any English but now that I know basic Mandarin I talk to her every few days um, nice. just to kind of prove that we can we can make a connection now um so so it's really coming along really really great i'm loving it nice nice so so tell me a little bit about like let's let's you know project into the future and suppose that you're uh you know speaking mandarin well you're reading mandarin well uh you know what's your plan what are you going to do with uh that new skill i mean obviously you know there may be i I imagine there'll be things that you haven't thought of yet but what's your uh what are your goals with the ability to speak mandarin right um, and I think that's a really good question because it kind of forces me to actually think about that. But, you know, I feel a lot of it has been just to kind of um, continue with the interest. But I, I do think I have some kind of, you know, idea down the road. And ultimately, I probably would love to go back to China to kind of just do it again, you know, take two, but this time actually be able to immerse myself a bit more. Because I did I did say earlier, I, I did travel to China. It was a couple of weeks of the trip. But um this time, if I go back and I'm at least conversational to some degree, it's going to drastically improve my experience. I think that would be a big thing. And, and secondly, just to just, you know, round myself out as a person. I did mention I'm half Chinese. So I feel if I'm able to kind of speak that language or one of the dialects, um, I, it just, you know, just for self-improvement, self-development, which is super important to me as well. Sure. Well, I think that the combination of you know, sort of natural interest in the language. Obviously, you're also connecting with your heritage and that type of thing. But there's, there's also just the general like, you know, when it comes to preparing for the future, sometimes the more specific your goals get, the more unrealistic they are, because it's kind of like, uh, 
life brings in so many new uh, challenges and variables that you weren't predicting, but the key yeah. is be prepared for it. So it's like, if you know Chinese five years from now, who knows what you'll be doing, but like you'll have Chinese. So you'll be more prepared for a number of different things that could happen that, you know, you otherwise. Yeah. So it sounds like you've got a good, you know, head and your shoulders about that. So that's, that's fantastic. So let's, talk, let's talk a little bit more about the, uh, the course then. Uh, so uh, you talked about you've done pronunciation mastery and you've gone through at least the first two phases of the uh, the Mandarin Blueprint Method course, which is why we do these case studies at this point. You know, we'll we'd like to check back in with you when you're finished with the foundation course um, and see how you're doing. But uh, as of as of now, let's talk about the character method for a moment because that's obviously the thing that is weird for a lot of people when they first hear about it. So, um, you know, in terms of the number of characters, like say, you know. 10 characters in, 20 characters in, 30 characters in, how long do you think it was before you felt confident that you understood the steps of the method and how to go from knowing nothing about a character to memorizing it? I think to in order um, or, or the time it took to become comfortable with the movie method as a whole was maybe 50 characters in, mm -hmm. um, maybe halfway there. Cause I remember I was probably at character 50 or 60 and when I started to realize like, okay, I don't, I feel like I don't have to watch the entire video now at this point, I can kind of skim, I go for the main points, like look at for the keyword connection, just to, you know, mm -hmm. immediately help me get a keyword connection and kind of maybe jump to the end when you talk about special effects. But like in the middle, you know, I felt I didn't, it was kind of a bit inefficient at that point because I knew my props, I knew my, um, my set, my, my, my actors, um, but it's obviously great for just having your arsenal, but around character 50, I felt much more confident and, and it just became second nature. Um, and even like earlier today, I was like, not even earlier today, just like before the call, I was just learning a few more. And, um, I immediately just, I created a character in like 30, 45 seconds, you know, just right when I see the actor, the set, I immediately put them there and I see the props, I see the, the main keyword, um, connection. I immediately start with the keyword connection and just work, work backwards. And the best scenarios when your props just are so compatible with the keyword connection and the movie makes itself um yeah. so like more often can i think because it's not an accident that the individual character components are for that character because the meaning and the character components meanings often are related so uh that's, yeah yeah that's one of those things that people yeah. don't really realize until they've done it a little bit and they're like oh wait this is the perfect prop for this and it's like yep that's uh, yeah intense. yeah like the more prop you you have it just it just builds you up for more success so exactly. you say a bunch of times as well just accelerates as you go further so absolutely yeah mm-hmm um, so you've started off in phase three, I believe. So what level are you in now? Um, level 13. I'm on character 108, 109-ish. I oh, just okay. learned so each just... other, I think. Shong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've just or, started. Uh, yeah, Shong, yeah. Then. Okay, cool. Then we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave that for now because that's going to take a little bit longer to uh, to have a sense of. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave that because at level, at phase three, that's when we introduce the sentence layer. So you've learned... 105 characters at least and uh mm -hmm. you know about 60 or 60 words or so two character words and so you know at that point it's reasonable mm -hmm. to put together some sentences and uh you know what you'll see is that some of the sentences are kind of like why would somebody say this but it's just a matter of the limited vocabulary that you have they're all grammatically correct so yeah <laughs> um, yeah so yeah, yeah, build yeah that grammar module which is you know you really want to build grammar uh through just comprehensible input and then if we'll, we'll we have grammar lessons that you'll see and they kind of uh point out things to you but it's always about just keeping that input going so uh soon you'll have a lot more of that going so okay great now how about uh the 
experience of the, I'm curious what you think about the community aspect of the course. And I'm kind of including everything in that. I'm including the community forum, all the comments that are below the lessons, you know, because this is something that has developed a, a bit, bit more than Luke or I expected. And so what is your mm -hmm. experience then of the sort of social element slash community element of the course? Um, the social aspect and community aspect, I mean, I feel it's, it's, in a, it's in a league of its own compared to just other things out there. Like it, it's such a self-prophesizing, self-fueling, like community building learning platform. In addition to the content you already have, I learn still from the content that's created by the community. For example, in the comments of the videos, I get a lot of value and I leverage a lot off of prop suggestions, for example, mm, or set yeah. suggestions. Set, sets were the hardest part for me. I'm glad I got all 13 out of the way, but just my lived experiences, I felt even though there are only 13, it was very hard for me to think of sets sometimes. So I went to the comments for those uh, those recommendations and, and props as well. And sometimes I just feel like I don't want to put in a lot of thought for props. So I just throw out the comments of what mm -hmm. people suggest and a lot of them just trigger right away then i'm like wow that's genius and i would never have thought about that if it weren't for the comments so that's a great yeah. thing about that kind of community sharing um crowdsourcing idea for props and then um what i oh, i mean kind of goes without saying but what i love is that i'm i'm I, I ask a lot of questions and i'm very you know analytical and inquisitive so i i have asked a lot of questions in the comments below and and i love how they get responded so fast too like the timing of of your guys's responses is is extremely impressive um so that has helped tremendously in just kind of getting that more live time feedback and, and answer stream rather than putting a question out there and it going dark and never getting an answer so yeah, um yeah. i love that and in conjunction with obviously the podcast um it's always kind of exciting when i ask a question and then I know the time difference because you guys usually respond to it like 11 p.m. when I'm in bed and then it says, oh, like you, your answer has been, or your question has been answered or here's where we can feel discussed in the podcast. I'm like, yes, now I can kind of like, you know, tap into that and, and tune in and see kind of their response there. Yeah. Um, so it all comes together really well. And then the forum is, is, is a nice place to kind of ask those general questions, which I've taken advantage of in terms of like study methods and things like that that aren't specific to a certain video. Um, but all in all, like the community base is, is the premium that we get with this. And I, and I definitely would, would include that as a huge selling feature to the overall MB service. Yeah, it's been a, it's been such a um, delightful surprise from our perspective. You know, my girlfriend says that... Uh, She's like, she says that it's like MB is, uh, uh, they're the kids. I got to go check on the kids. And like, it's, up, <laughs> you know, it's just sort of like, you know, what is everybody saying? Let me make sure I'm providing enough for everybody. But <laughs> it's a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, what did the kids say while I was asleep last night and just go check on them. <laughs> but, uh, I, no, I, I, I really enjoy it because it's, uh, it's, it's great to see what, you know, cause we're curriculum creators right so we're like when we see what people are giving the feedback on and what works you know i just check because we, we categorize all our comments and uh one of the we've had over 1500 prop suggestions now which is just it's so cool that that's the case because that means that you know that's you know we learned from a book called uh, remembering the simplified Hanzi by james heisig which is um you know it, it's like the the hands of movie method in its nascent form like the hands of movie method has a lot more to it but one of the reasons why is because it's constantly updating it's like updating every day and so that's the kind of thing that it's like a book you know a book's a book whatever james heisig wrote yeah. in there as the suggestion for a 
representation of a character component it, that's what it is and a lot of times he suggested things that made luke and i go i don't even know what this is because he's uh he's uh you know he's a boomer so what does he know <laughs> all right boomer <laughs> okay boomer isaac i, I love james all right. um, <laughs> but um how about uh skepticism so like uh, obviously our course is weird and it's not traditional yes. so was there anything no. you were kind of skeptical about uh it sounds like you did have some uh notion of mnemonic techniques so maybe you weren't skeptical of mnemonics as such but like uh when you first got into it was there anything that you were skeptical about Mm -hmm. No, that's right. I'm, I was never skeptical of the mnemonics and I've, I've used mnemonics in my, in, in other aspects of life when it comes to like coming up with abbreviations or memory hooks, things like that, or acronyms to remember things. Um, if I were to be like skeptical of anything, I think like just naturally it would just been skeptical of the movie itself because it's mm -hmm. kind of like the movie, uh, HMM, um, kind of kind of go hand in hand with what I mentioned earlier about me being very analytical and having to really understand the basis of something. So being introduced to this completely foreign idea with no clue what props men and actors and set and how they came together to like just keep me darning uh, Mandarin. Like why is there a movie that they care? And it kind of overwhelmed me to be honest for a bit, you know, the first few hours. And, but I, I did my reading. I, I read through all your, your Google docs mm -hmm. just to kind of get that background. And, and when I read through that, it was still a bit confusing, but it still assured me that it would make sense if I just kind of started and cr and broke ground a bit and just saw where it goes. So yeah. I would say I was, I was skeptical kind of early on, but throughout the rest of the um the course, no, I feel I was very much kind of uh, calm throughout. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh you know you've got you've got because I mean when you want to feel when you're doing this type of thing is uh, relaxed at ease and kind of like just enjoying yourself, and if it. I always mm -hmm. feel like if at any point you start to feel stressed, um, then the there's two things. Like one, if you're if you start to feel stressed with like say the sentences or the grammar, then I just say okay, we'll focus on some characters for a little while. People very rarely feel that stressed about it because you get to go like play in your imagination land. So like, what's, what's yeah. the stressful about that? Um, but you know, whenever that happens, it's just like all right, just either take a breather or move on to something else. And then like the more sort of techniques you put into your arsenal, the easier it is to flip between things that uh fit your mood so like because so much of uh study is about like just trying to still get some kind of progress even if you're in your various different moods so like for example you're feeling not particularly uh motivated or focused but you're willing to have the uh chinese dub of lord of the rings on in the background uh, so you can occasionally catch a few things that here or there that you don't need your full attention, but it's still giving you feet, uh, giving you sound that is going to help your, um, you know, help you towards your goals. And then, or you're feeling really focused. Okay. So now you want to focus on learning some new sentences or reading a bunch of sentences or doing your Anki flashcards or whatever, you know, all that stuff is definitely, um, these are techniques you'll, you'll keep developing as you move forward mm -hmm. as a, yeah, and, they, and they tend to be applicable to more than just uh, Chinese learning as well, which is great. Um, certainly mm -hmm. it's helped me in new things I've tried to learn since, since Chinese. Yeah. Um, how about how we could improve the course? We're always looking to improve. I mean, obviously we wish we had our own app and could use something other than Anki to review, but you know, that's obviously a big scale thing that one day we'll fix, but uh, anything in mm -hmm. terms of like the flow of the course or, you know, otherwise mm -hmm. uh, suggestions for how we could improve. I think one of the things I've um, kind of noticed is like 
I think I think what is amazing, and it kind of came up earlier. It, it's um, taking the crowdsourced knowledge to kind of the next level. And and for example, with with all these props, you said you accumulate over fifteen hundred. It's like okay, that's great. They're all kind of scattered throughout the course. It'll be great if there's kind of like a repository that just amalgamated all of them, so you can kind of just like see okay, like. You know, we know in every level review, there's the tracker of progress for all the props. And it would be great, you know, to have a little, like, little interactive thing that says, okay, with, you know, the razor blade props at the top of my head, you know, here are all the other suggestions that came with it and things like right. that. Just to kind of see, like, you know, it, it's, it is big and there's a lot of resource built behind this, just the grand mm-hmm. scale of things. Um, and then another one I did think of was, um, it because something that I've had, kind of self-reflecting question about is am I moving at a at a a, a kind of a comparable pace to other people in terms of you know I'm at I'm at level 110 I've been I think June 7th was when I started foundation so just Mm -hmm. over a month okay you know it feels good but is that average you know compared to like a little rubric thing so maybe it would be nice to see you know if people could kind of contribute just approximately how long they've been learning it for how many characters they've uh they've learned approximately the average rate per day or week or something and combine that data and then just kind of have a little visual on the part of the site that kind of says like here's where you might stand or kind of for for existing students like here's where you currently stand you know how do you rate and then also to prospective students like here's the true progress you can make because that's i think at least in my perspective that's ultimately what interests someone whether or not to buy product like how effective is it you do do a good job of showing that it's effective through your videos but like an actual measurable output is like here's our students like average they can get through our course of like in within a year like in a a month you can learn like 50 to 100 characters on average based on proven historical records so that's Mm -hmm. a good visual for both a student someone who's not enrolled or myself who is enrolled and can see live time we every week you know how i'm faring against the average yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only um, thing I can think of for how to we do have uh, some reports on progress that we can look up on our back end, um, and so see you know who is uh, at various stages of different courses. You know, something that's a that's a little bit frustrating about it is that if you choose say to skip the bonus lessons or whatever, which is totally fine, and we don't have any problem with that, it won't like register as progress. Although. For if anybody yeah. wants to skip those, just hit mark as complete, and then you'll see. <laughs> then you'll still see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark I know what you mean. Before, I know what you mean. But yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. That's a great suggestion. I, I, you know, uh, I'll, I, maybe we could make a post in the community forum once a week or something, just saying like, you know, here's mm-hmm. the new people who have made it into intermediate or whatever. As for the timing, it's a bit. It, that's trickier because you know, obviously, everybody's different. They're gonna have different times per day that they can spend on it. Um, but I can say that five weeks, or yeah, four or five weeks from. June 7th to be where you are now is, um, you know, that's good because that's the hardest part for the, um, in terms of speed of like, how many characters do you cover in a five week period? Sure. In a five week period, covering 110 characters kind of sounds okay, but you've set up your, um, the method now. So you should be able to, in the next five weeks, cover far more than that. Or even if you cover the same amount of characters, it of course comes with way more content because you've got all of the grammar building stuff that you're going to start doing in phase three but my prediction is that over the next five weeks you'll probably you know uh maybe do twice the amount of characters um, because you're going to be able to not have to focus so much time on the 
how the method works side of it. So Right. Yeah. I thought of that too. And I agree. My, my qualm though there is now that I just started throwing sentences, will that be hindering me? You well, know, I mean, hindering your, maybe your overall speed to finishing the foundation course. But on the other hand, it's like, it's stuff you got to know. There's no, like, you, can't, right, you, can't avoid right, right. you got to learn the, uh, you got to see a lot of sentences um, before you can yes. kind of acquire that grammar. So, um, all right. Well, then the final question I have for you, Jason, is just, um, you know, if I'm a, imagine I'm a person who comes to you and says, Jason, I'm looking to learn Mandarin Chinese. And I sort of heard about these guys, Mandarin Blueprint. Should I, should I do it? What would you say? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So I have to get back to you on that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I've already, I've already, you know, like shown MB to many of my friends and colleagues already because not just because I think they should learn it, but just to share how interesting the method is. Like, I'll, like to a few of my Chinese speaking friends, I've actually like, you know, shown them how I've used these props to learn characters and they look at me like what are you talking about yeah, but like yeah. i i would i would definitely be a proponent and an advocate for this and like i already have and if someone asked me whether or not they should do this i would you know go without thinking 100 percent. fantastic jason well thank you for taking the mm -hmm. time today to uh chat about the course and uh like i said before we'll check in with you again at the end or we'll send you an email anyway if you if you'd like to check in again after the foundation course uh, we'll be very curious to hear what you think after going through phases three through five. And then, uh, of mm -hmm. course, and then maybe even checking again when you're finished with the intermediate course. So uh, yeah. lots of good stuff ahead.